this week related to the competitive world of Minnesota high school hockey. Looks like Cloquet Esco Carlton boys hockey team is going to be switching to Class A for the first time in program's history. So it looks like Cloquet Activities Director Paul Rice Rice told the school board during its Monday, January 23rd meeting that he plans to proceed with his original plans to go as a Class A team moving forward. In years past, a request to opt up to Class AA had been submitted for the program. Now, it does require some advanced planning, this process, as uh, an application is sent to the Minnesota State High School Hockey League requesting the move. And this can be done every two years. Of course, this year's application deadline is this Friday. So look at that. If they follow through with the switch to Class A, Cloquet Esco Carlton would join Section 7A, which currently has the following teams competing in it. Hermantown, Duluth, Denfeld, Proctor, Hibbing, Chisholm, Rock Ridge, International Falls, Greenway, North Shore, Ely, and the Moose Lake area. Now, the Lumberjacks did reportedly say they would continue to schedule and play against AA teams during the regular season, which had been a concern raised at the aforementioned December meeting. Get all the deets online at Mix108.com, the Mix108 app as well. We got Posty coming up, Megan Trainer, and a look into your weather and headlines on Mix108. MPT Lewis. County residents now have a new tool at their disposal that will give us an up-to-date look at crime statistics for the Northlands. That means if you've ever wondered where crimes are occurring and what type of criminal activity is happening, well, this new crime incident map is going to help. So it's an interactive online digital dashboard that acts as a clearinghouse for all that important data. So users can dial into the map, see what various types of crimes have occurred, and it's kind of like a GIF-style map that allows users to instantly get access to all types of crime incidents, including crimes against people, property crimes, and others that are reported as part of the National Incident-Based Reporting System. Well, that that is kind of neat. St. Louis County Supervising Deputy Brandon S. explains We wanted to make this info available because it's important from a transparency perspective, but also to ensure people have accurate information when there are concerns about crime in the community. So you can go check out all the details about this crime incident map online at Mix108.com, the Mix108 app, and I think it's pretty neat. Coming up, I got BB Rex and David Guetta, Louis Capalde, and more on Mix108. Good morning. It's Gene Ryan. And Ian from the Mix. Stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mix 108. What a tool. All right, let's open this bad boy up. Looks like a British man is getting slammed on TikTok after he revealed a little story time. So he went to Australia and was walking barefoot in some grass and got bit by a venomous snake so people are just blasting him on reddit like dude you cannot walk barefoot anywhere in australia between the spiders and the snakes and like the venomous kangaroos all that more come on man what are you doing luckily he is okay he's fine and now has a bunch of 
views on TikTok. So he's got that going for him. A man in Long Beach, California was arrested after pointing a high-powered laser at aircrafts in the Long Beach area. He was doing this for almost a year. Over the past several weeks, the Long Beach Police Department uh, had the FBI join them. They narrowed it down to where the laser could have been coming from, so literally like a block radius. And then they finally found it. They arrested the 46-year-old and want to remind people that pointing lasers at any aircraft is a serious offense and can be subject to state and or federal charges. This man was doing it for a year. Holy cannoli. He's currently being held without bail. And um, people are pointing laser beams at him now. Oh, lastly, a South Carolina man took to Facebook to defend himself after the McCormick County Sheriff's Department posted a picture of the man that said wanted in multiple jurisdictions and is known to be armed and dangerous. Well, the man replied to the post and said, I am not dangerous. Well, I guess that's one way to plead your case. In response, the deputies did reply two sides to every story. Hopefully you will turn yourself in tomorrow if you want to come tonight. We work 24-7. If not, we will see you soon. Somebody else commented, any reward for finding him? Because I found him in these comments. <laughs> and more. The, of course, comment section quickly went viral. And no word if he's been taken in yet. But according to him, he's not dangerous. So that's going to do it for my toolbox. More to come. We're going to talk to Chuck, the trainer of Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel, and more right now. It's Beyonce on Mix 108. Good morning. Unfolded in a Michigan police department involving two officers and a missing sandwich. Just when you thought you could trust your coworker. Well, there's always shenanigans afoot here, eh? So here's the basic details of this case. The incident happened two days ago at the station. Officer Barrig was eating lunch in the break room when he was called to assist up with a person in the jail. He quickly jumped into service, leaving his half-eaten lunch on the table. A short while later, Officer Barwig and another officer returned to the break room only to find Officer Ice leisurely strolling out of the room, licking his chops. Barwig's entire lunch was gone, disappeared, vanished, vanished. If you're wondering, Officer Ice is a canine unit. With a tongue firmly in cheek, they added that Officer Ice had invoked his Fifth Amendment right to remain silent, and he was not cooperating with the investigation. They also added he had a history of rummaging through trash cans that are within his reach, and there have been several past accusations of him taking food right out of the hands of other co-workers. Despite a good deal of circumstantial evidence, the Wyandotte Police Department said they would let the comments of their Facebook followers help them determine how to proceed with this case. And honestly... I absolutely love that. They're just having a lot of fun with it. You got to love to see it. Some of the comments said, 
Uh, we have been threatened with massive protests if we move forward with our investigation and our charges. Overall, public just doesn't believe he is guilty. No video has been produced. And that being said, Officer Ice will not face any internal discipline or criminal charges. And a nice little update, a local business even decided to feed Officer Ice's addiction by dropping off a custom-made sandwich because they felt like he wasn't being fed enough. They also provided lunch for all the officers at the station, and dozens of attorneys offered to defend Ice pro bono. You can check on the full story and pictures online at Mix108.com, the Mix108 app. I just I just love when you see people having fun. That That's a great case, having fun at work. Got Taylor Swift coming up, Dua Lipa, Glass Animals, and more in the mix. In the studio today, we have Ken. Southern Wisconsin's quaint small town of Bayfield. It's got a lot of charm to it. Waterside Lake Spear Village earns a spotlight for events like Bayfield Apple Fest. And, you know, music events and so much more. Honestly, a fun destination all season. Well, there's a lot of places to stay. However, a brand new Bed Breakfast just joined the list. So the Queen's View opened as a bed and breakfast. It's a new business in an iconic historic house in the community, once home to the late Mary H. Rice. She's a local icon that passed away, passed away at the age of 80. She was born and raised in Stillwater. However, she made her home in Bayfield back in 1980, a place she called home is a Victorian-style house built in 1892 by William Knight. It's located on the corner of Washington Ave and North 3rd Street, just a few blocks up from the Bayfield Harbor. And I'm looking at this thing. Woo! Even pictures of when it was built in 1892. This looks so good. So the new business was opened by the daughter of Queen Mary Rice, along with her business partner. Catherine said that she remembers the home being much like a bed and breakfast while growing up there and that there were often guests coming and going. She explained when she was growing up, she'd sometimes be surprised by finding a guest at the breakfast table that she didn't know had been there all night. So I absolutely love this amazing historic house being a bed and breakfast open all year round, offering gorgeous places to stay with breathtaking views and a pretty good breakfast. And get all the details and check out the pics on Mix108.com, the Mix108 app. This is the Northland's number one. The handler and trainer of Twiggy the Water Skiing Squirrel. I know, Gene, we have so many questions already. Oh, my gosh. I just... Well, first of all, Chuck, how did you train Z to water ski? Um, Just like training a dog or a cat, just repetition. Um, and love and affection and working with them over and over again uh, in a period of time, they learn how to water ski. So I got to ask, like, (laughs) I love the idea, but, like, how did you come up with, like, squirrel and water skiing? (laughs) So it was my parents, Chuck and Luann Beth, um, back in 1978, they happened to rescue a squirrel, and they were always taking that squirrel to the river with them and hanging out because they were avid water skiers. And a friend of his, my dad bought a remote control boat for my oldest sister. Playing with the boat, his friend came over to him and says, you didn't buy that boat for your daughter, you bought it for yourself. 
And my dad just joked and said, no, I'm learning to drive the boat to teach my pet squirrel how to water ski. And, you know, when you're on the riverbank and you make a bet like that, you got to follow through with it. And here we are 44 years later. Wow, so lots of generations of wow. uh, Ziggies, I would guess. Twiggies. Or Twiggies. <laughs> yeah, we're on Twiggy number 9, 10, and 11. Number 9 still with us. He's retired, 11 years old. And then we have number 10 and 11 that are skiing at the same time, actually, in the show. So can squirrels swim? Yeah, they're great swimmers. Um, that's My dad would take the original Twiggy with him to the river and put them put the squirrel on the styrofoam and they would the squirrel would just swim over to him and get get on his shoulder while he's swimming and hang out so he knew that they were were swimmers before he taught it how to water ski <laughs> wow that's a one fact I, I never knew so is there like has there ever been like a crazy moment that has happened during a show that you didn't think would happen but it did with uh, water skiing squirrels it's a squirrel water skiing and of course something's gonna go nuts um, yeah, so, I, I mean, the biggest thing is, is a kid fell in the pool one time. That was hysterical, um, was playing in the water. But as far as the squirrel, he sometimes will do 360s. Sometimes she'll jump to the boat. She creates whatever trick she wants to do in the show, all improv. How do you get their feet to stay on the water ski? Um... They hold on to the water skis. So they don't, are they not like buckled in or they just, it's just all balance? Like no, super. no, no. She gets on, gets off all by herself. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is amazing. Now you guys are coming to the Duluth Sports Show February 16th through the 19th. You guys got like, what's your, like any favorite crazy tricks? Do you call the boat anything special or what's going on? Um, we have Flo from Progressive driving the boat, if that's anything. But, uh, oh, I love it. She, Twiggy makes her own tricks, and every show is different. So if you come and see multiple shows, most likely it's not going to be the same because she creates the show herself. Oh, that's amazing. That. Little diva, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it gets, it's, it, you know, and I get here early. I can tell you that. It, the crowds are insane, and we do meet and greets after the show. Um, so if you want to meet Twiggy, we offer that, and we have all of our merch and everything as well, of course. But everyone wants to be able to meet Twiggy. She's super friendly and a lot of fun to be around. I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chuck, for taking your time out to talk to us. And we can't wait to see Twiggy February 16th through the 19th at the Duluth Sports Show. All right, thanks for having me. We'll see y'all then. Modeling clearance and all new. I was eight years old when this happened, and boy bands were off the chains. Now, do you remember when NSYNC came to Mall of America back in 1999? So, 98 was a huge year. Justin Timberlake, Chris Kirkpatrick, Joey Fatone, Lance Bass, 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 Bass. Wow, why don't I know? And J.C. Chazes tore up our hearts and took the world by storm as they became in sync. Legend has it, their name was created after Justin's mom made a comment on how in sync the five of them were. And it also happens to be a play on the last letter of each member's initial of their first name. However, they were doing a tour where they made a stop at the Target Center with the musical group Black opening up for him. However, 
in sync went to the Mall of America to do an autograph, autograph signing, and the rotunda was packed. I mean, there were people on people, fangirls everywhere. And like Mall of America showed some pictures. It was crazy. I think my favorite part, it said Sam Goody presents in sync. And I'm just like, oh, RIP Sam Goody. What a great place that was. So the craziest thing happened during the autograph signing. Someone dropped a water balloon from like the third floor. And so, you know, security was like, no, we got to go. We got to go. Rushed the boy band out of there. And I think it was uh, it was either JC or Lance that it almost hit. And they were like, it's just water. And they're going to keep on signing. But they're like, nope, we're out of here. And. There was a lot of girls very upset. Like, there was crying. We got a video of the old news footage from the 90s when it happened. I got all of it on Mix108.com, the Mix108 app, so you can remember when Justin Timberlake had ramen hair. All that more on Mix 108. Good morning. It's Gene Ryan. And Ian from the Mix for the Morning Show. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. And, of course, the snow is starting to come down because why not? Gene will be back again with me tomorrow morning starting at 6 a.m. I'm sticking around for another hour. Can't get rid of me just yet. Kicking your work day off right with 80 minutes nonstop commercial-free hit music fueled by Quick Trip. I got music coming up from Taylor Swift, little Steve Lacey, Selena Gomez, and my feel-good song of the day, another classic. All that coming up next on Mix 108. Here's what's trending 